Blog Talk Radio. And you are listening to Pam and Dawn on Christmas Movies Spotlight. Hello, and welcome to the special edition of Christmas Movies Spotlight. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm here with my friend and colleague and host, Pam. Hey, Pam, how are you? Oh, looky. I went to host. <laughs> <laughs> You've been promoted. I've been promoted. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh my. It's funny hearing that. It's almost like, uh, wait, did she say that right? <laughs> I don't know why I didn't get the memo long before now. Like, you know, it just never felt right saying co-host anyway because we're, yeah. we're technically co-hosts, the two of us, but it's not right. one or the other, you know. So, anyway. Right. Yeah, I probably that with the program, and so I'm now saying it correctly after, what, this is season four. took me long enough, but, hey, <laughs> we're here. Better late than never. Does that mean I get a bump in pay? Yeah, we're going to see what we can do. We're going to see if only those sponsors would just start ringing our phones. That'd be great. Right. Oh, right. my gosh. Well, so Don today, will be sending me an extra um, non-sugar candy cane is what I'll be getting. That's yeah, I think that'll work. If there's even such a thing. If not, maybe yeah. we need to look into how we could make those right. to market them down the road. But, um, well, We've had so much fun of late just interviewing so many people, and today is no exception. Pam and I are so excited to bring you our special interview with the beautiful and immensely talented Corey Lee. And Corey stars in the Lifetime Holiday movie, Baking All the Way, premiering Thursday, November 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. And she also stars in Christmas Masquerade, which premiered on Up TV on Sunday, November 6th. So if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. You're going to love it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was a great movie, too. And um, ah, it's going to be great. So we are so excited and honored to bring you now our interview with Corey Lee. Enjoy the show. Hey, Corey Lee, thank you so much for calling in and joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your very, very busy schedule. Well, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. I can't even tell you how excited we are to speak with you and to watch all your movies that are coming and any other (laughs) projects. I'm telling you, you are just one of those people that we love to watch. But what we'd like to know... You're welcome. But what we'd like to know in the beginning is what made you decide to become an actress? Was there something that inspired you or is it something you were born to be? Oh, wow. Um, How long do we have? This could be be a lengthy (laughs) story. So um, I I began my entertainment career in musical theater when I was really young. And That led me into a beautiful recording artist career. I've actually had a bunch of albums out that have done really well. And honestly, an acting agent in Vancouver, I'm from Vancouver originally, but I live in Toronto. And an acting agent, when I was about 12, scouted me. And at this point, I hadn't ever thought about on-camera acting. 
And he literally was like, you've got a great look. I would love to start sending you out to auditions. And that is kind of how my acting life began. I very much, music was my first love for many, many, many years. And it wasn't until I had a role on a TV show called Instant Star where I sang and acted at the same time that a huge shift in me happened. This was about 2006, so quite a while ago and then honestly literally that year acting started becoming my number one love and my number one priority so that is kind of how acting came about for Corey Lee well it it sounds like almost from the very beginning you were destined to do this and you're so multi-talented and and I'm sure that throughout your career you have learned many lessons but what has been the biggest lesson that your career has taught you so far? My biggest lesson that I tell everyone is always be kind. Honestly, Mm -hmm. like it's so interesting in life how everything comes full circle. You always meet people again, you know, and when you're just kind to everyone and grateful for all of the beautiful opportunities you're given, like that plants the seeds for your future, that people remember that. And talent is one thing, to be talented, obviously, that's great, and to be as talented and, you know, refine your craft as much as possible, but to be just a good person and love what you do, you know, is everything, is everything. And that's everything in life, too, just because, yes. you know. 100%. Oh, my goodness. You, you just never know what somebody's going through, as they say, and they could be having such a bad day, but just a smile might turn oh, it all totally. around. A beautiful, like, heartfelt compliment, you know what I mean? Like, I'm mm-hmm. really big into manifesting, and, you know, there's certain kind of spiritual gurus that I really look up to. Uh, Deepak Chopra is one of them. He's got a book called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, and one of them is always give someone a heartfelt compliment, and honestly, it's such a small thing that can mean so much mm-hmm. to someone. Yeah. And... I really try and leave people better than I left them. And I just really love working. It fills me with so much happiness and purpose. And when I can, I really, every day I go on to set, I say, like, if if people can just look at me and be like, wow, she loves what she does. Wow, she's so hardworking. I think that's like, that can speak volumes for me just as a person and as an actor, like, moving forward. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm going to tell you that I'm going to give you a compliment right now through my daughter because okay. she she found out that I was interviewing you. She just was like above the clouds. She absolutely loved you as Miss Winnie O in Degrassi, The Next Generation. Yes. I remember clearly her watching that every time that it was on and talking about it with her friends. And um, on her bucket list, she wants to go to Canada to see the set that they filmed on. If it's still there, (laughs) something is still there for her to see. (laughs) I'll, I'll tell you a story that I've actually, I don't think I've told anyone in an interview. So, uh, the first TV series I had a lead role on was called Instant Stars, like I said, and then the second series I had a lead role on was Degrassi, and it was shot in the same studio. It was actually the same production company, and um, a few years ago, the building went for sale, 
and it broke my heart. I literally drove oh. there and shed tears on the outside, staring into the studio lot like a crazy person. But <laughs> I just have so many good memories. Like my career, I truly believe was built on those two roles and I wouldn't be where I am today without both of those TV shows so I was so heartbroken I actually just drove by the building not long ago too and there it's under construction and yeah it's gone the Degrassi the original Degrassi set is gone (laughs) there is a Degrassi street though which is what the show was based on so if she does come to Toronto she can Mm -hmm. go to Degrassi street Okay, I'll let her know so I don't have to break her heart in a million pieces. Okay, <laughs> okay perfect. <laughs> well, what was it like being part of such a successful series that you still have fans all over the world like her? Oh, I mean, I, as I said, I owe my career to the producers of Instant Star and Grassy, Stephen Stone and Linda Schuyler are their names, and I definitely wouldn't be where I am without them believing in me because pretty much when I had gotten offered the role on Instant Star, I didn't have that many acting credits. As I was saying, up until that point, I was really focusing on my music career for 10 years before. So Stephen Stone and Linda took a chance on me. So that's, you know, it was everything in terms of my acting career. It planted the seeds. It moved me from Vancouver to Toronto. And then, you know, it Anytime you're on a show that has a lot of eyes, like Degrassi had, it's just, you know, it's just, it does great things for your career, and I knew everyone, like, in the building already from the Instant Star show, so when I got the role in Degrassi, oh my gosh, it was like going home, because I knew the producers and the crew, and they used a lot of the same directors, like, I bawled my eyes out like a crazy person, like like the day I went to the old Degrassi set, because it just, I knew it was just going to be such a beautiful experience with people that I loved, that I knew believed in me, and then it also catapulted my career to another level, so I just, you know, I have nothing but great things to say about the show and the people involved, and I'm just, I really am blessed to have been part of that, you know, institution, essentially. Yeah, and and when you are involved in projects like that, that really help to get you off the ground and and put you where you are today and put you on that journey of great success, Um, you know, those those type roles are going to always be near and dear to your heart. A piece of your heart will always be there because it just, I think it just helps you to stay grounded and go, you know, that if it had not been for that, you know, I wouldn't be here, and and life is a journey, and if you look at it in reverse, you can kind of see how everything connects, that you had to be in a certain place to get to the next place kind of thing. A hundred percent, literally, you know, the universe does have your back, even in your saddest and toughest moments, and you just have to keep focused and keep working hard, and, you know, things do unfold, and it's, yeah, it is one big full circle, and literally, I met Stephen Stone at so essentially in Canada, like in the States, they have the Grammys. In Canada, they have the Junos. So it's like the music awards of the country. And the year that I put out my first album, um, I was nominated for a Juno. And I met Stephen Stone at the Junos. And he asked me at the Junos if I had ever acted before. And I had. And literally, I was in like the casting office like within a couple weeks auditioning for the show. And like... I wouldn't even be an actor if it wasn't for my singing. Wow. 
Well, that that is absolutely amazing, and that had to happen for you to be where you are today. And that's just that's just a beautiful sentiment too. Um, well, you have done so much since that time. I mean, it's amazing how many projects you have to your credit. And one of one of the favorites that I saw you in um, a while back was Matchmaker Mysteries, and oh, yeah. it was a great series. And the only thing wrong with it was it didn't go on long enough. And I, I hope there will be more in the works, you know. But who knows? Um, but it was a great series that offered a, a different take on a whodunit theme. And so um, if you could create a mystery movie or a series, what kind of uh, mystery series would you develop? Well, first off, like, what an amazing blessing Matchmaker Mysteries was for me. It really kind of helped me put me on the MOW map. Like, I had done a bunch before, but it really kind of, you know, introduced me to that hallmark audience more and Danica McKellar obviously is so awesome and she you know she's a superstar and she was amazing to work with so in terms of like a mystery series like a Corey Lee mystery series well Mm -hmm. one of my passions is fashion um so I would totally she would be like a superstar stylist she Mm. she would get into maybe lots of trouble like styling certain people and then get involved and like certain murders Ooh. <laughs> now, I, I really think you should pick that because that would be new and different and it would be fun right? to watch yeah i know like like if, if like sex in the city could merge into like a mystery <laughs> series that would oh be like tier-boy <laughs> type of action i would die i would love it so much oh gosh let's do it get it going Put that out into the world. Speak it, and it shall be uh, done, I, let's say. 100%. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I say that all the time. <laughs> well, you've played a lot of different characters. So which what character have you played that you would love to be best friends with in real life? Ooh, best friends with in real life? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Hmm, interesting. Um, I mean, I definitely have a lot of fun playing characters that are very different than myself. So that's all mm-hmm. just like, you know, challenging outside of the box. Like in Instant Star, I was kind of like a diva, which was super fun to play. But I wouldn't want to be best friends with her. No, no. Um, <laughs> in, in a lot of the MOWs I've done in the last kind of like two or three years, I'm always a very supportive, kind of sassy best friend. So, you know, we all need a supportive, sassy best friend to, you know, keep us in line and tell us we look good when we don't feel so hot about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Push us to go for the guy when we're just, you know, we don't know if he likes us. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll pick I'll pick my character. Actually, here, I'll pick my character in Matchmaker Mysteries. She was the supportive, sassy best friend. And, you know, I, you know, I, I enjoy a, a supportive, sassy best friend in my own life. Yes, they're they're going to be the ones that are going to shoot you straight and tell you the truth. They're not going to tell you necessarily what you want to hear. And um, it's always, you know, those are always the best kind of friends. And Pam and I have been friends for over 10 years, and so she and I are very much that way. Um, and she oh, always loves me that. like it is, you know, not necessarily what I want to hear, but she will tell me like it is, and, and I really appreciate exactly. that a lot because exactly. it, it helps me, <laughs> you know. For sure, and they'll pick you up when you're down. You know, That's they- right. They slap you straight when you're feeling, you know, <laughs> down on yourself. 
That's so true, and it's probably good that we don't live, like, we live in two different states, and she can't just get in the car and come over and go, I'm going to, you know, I've got to shake you silly because you're being ridiculous right now. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all need that. There are blessings and everything. And a Darn would have a lot of bad. bruises. <laughs> oh, probably. Bruises. Oh, my goodness. Don't <laughs> no, shake her. Totally. Oh, my gosh. We have so much fun. Uh, yeah. Well, we are looking forward to your upcoming holiday movie, Baking All the Way. And what can you share with us about the movie without giving too much away? I, it's literally a dream come true. It's my first lead in an MOW, which is kind of everything I was working towards and manifesting in my life. Um, you know, growing up when I first started acting, you know, as a young girl, like my first agent literally told me, you know, being half Asian, I probably wouldn't be able to go for lead roles. So it was like, it meant so much to me in so many ways of kind of a lot of the naysayers in my life, that, you know, told me that I would never get there. It was like, ha ha, I'm here. So it was so amazing in so many ways. And then, um, the cast is stacked with like kind of very much Canadian royalty. The lead guy, Yannick, uh, is a lead on a TV series here in Canada that does very, very well called Murdoch Mysteries. So I was definitely a little intimidated my first day, you know, yeah. being around a lot of, you know, very seasoned Canadian legends. So it was just such a joy. It was just honestly, every day was so lovely we start the movie off, and my character, Julia Wilson, she's like a celebrity baker, and she's had like a cookbook out that has done really well, and she's now working on her next cookbook. And essentially, the first kind of couple scenes, it's revealed that I'm looking for the perfect gingerbread recipe, one that reminds me of my late mother's, which, you know, meant the world to me. So, you know, I have called out to my fans because, you know, I'm a celebrity. Uh, Please send me your favorite gingerbread recipes and cookies and, you know, I'll pick the best one. And essentially in the first two scenes, I taste a gingerbread cookie that tastes very similar to my mother's. And off I go in search of where this cookie came from. And that is where I will leave you because I do not want to give anything away, but... I feel, the first time I read the script, I cried. I do, the script is written beautifully, and there is definitely a twist at the end that you're not expecting. So I'm just, yeah, I'm really excited for it to just be unleashed to the world, because we shot it last year, and, um, you know, I, there was times almost that I thought it was like a dream. I was like, did it actually happen? But, yeah, I am so beyond excited. And they asked me to write a song for the movie, which, you know, obviously, yes. like, combines, combines yeah. everything I love. When yeah, I saw the we, trailer we, we for just the, were going to yeah. ask you about that because we we actually are so honored to have your song, which we're going to play I, yes, at the end of the you. interview oh, for everybody. But we wanted I you to share more that. with the listeners about the song and how exciting it is to be in the movie yeah. and everything. So my happiest place in life is honestly when I can combine my two loves, which is, you know, music and acting. And literally, kind of by chance, one of the producers, his name's uh, Jesse Eichmann, on one of the last days of shooting, he was like, oh, I didn't realize you still did so much music. Like, 
would you be into writing a Christmas song for the movie? And I was like, yes. Yeah. And literally, I went home that night and I had some, you know, interesting Christmassy kind of song ideas. I already knew kind of what I wanted to say because I wanted to write the song from the perspective of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, suddenly feels like Christmas was born. And i very happy. And it's in the trailer, so I didn't even know it was in the trailer. So when I saw the trailer for the first time, it was literally like, wow, like, what a beautiful moment like my dreams come true my first lead in a movie and I have a song in the trailer like these are the moments you celebrate like these are these are the moments I will never forget like I got and I was I was back in Vancouver when I saw the trailer for the first time so I got to like run home to my mom and dad and show it to them it was just such a beautiful moment it was so lovely and I will never ever forget it and that trailer will live in my heart (laughs) for sure forever well, what we are hoping, I mean, we both have heard the song and absolutely fell in love with it right out of the gate. And I'm just hoping that, you know, now that this is your first lead in a movie and now you've written a song for this movie, this is just the first of many similar type projects to come for you because you have certainly throughout your career proven that you've got what yeah. it takes. And, and mm-hmm. this is exactly what you should be doing. I mean, you've been entertaining audiences for so long and they absolutely love you. So... This is this is a wonderful moment for you, and I think fans of, of yours are going to be thrilled to see this movie and hear the song as well. I appreciate that. I hope so. I really, you know, I'm, I'm manifesting that it's just well-received and everyone loves it. I, I really do put my heart and soul into every character because, you know, I want people to feel things. It's like one of my missions in life. Like, how beautiful is it when you watch a movie and you just, you know, you get all the feels? You feel yeah. all the emotions and you're swept up and it just takes you somewhere. And I I very much manifest and put out there and hope and dream and desire that that is what I get to give to other people. And that's with a song or a movie or whichever. So, yes, thank you so much for saying that. And the song, I believe, it should be on Spotify. It's on Spotify in Canada, but it should be streaming in the States too. Mm-hmm. So, please, everyone. Oh Google yeah! Suddenly feels like Christmas. I'm, it should be on Spotify and like Apple and all the regular suspects in the states too. So give it a listen. Put it on we, your Christmas uh, playlist. We will certainly promote it to pieces on all of our social, and we'll have a link for it on our website as well, so that fans will know where to get it at any time. So I um, appreciate well, that. You are so welcome. And before we wrap up, we always like to do a fun little. Christmas-themed lightning round. It's five questions. Do There's it. no wrong answers, and it's totally fun. Okay. The, you, what, the first question is, what is your favorite Christmas tradition? Ooh, honestly, just being with my parents because I don't live in the same city as them. So just being with them, staring at them is everything. All right. Your favorite Christmas song? I mean, I gotta go Mariah Carey. She's oh yeah, like she's literally Christmas. I always listen to her every Christmas. Her Christmas album is everything. Favorite Christmas movie? Ooh, I'm gonna say Elf. It has a special place in my heart. I love Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love Will Ferrell? It's right? amazing. You know. I know. Oh, I know. okay. Um, hot toddy or hot chocolate? Oh. I do like some alcohol. I'm going to go hot side. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. And last but not least, white lights or colored lights? Ooh. 
Hmm, I'm gonna say color. I love me a colorful tree. Mm-hmm. And Either that way, you can't go I'm wrong, right? That's right. Yeah, no. Never. Yes. Well, thank you so much for playing along, and also thank you so much for chatting with us. We really love oh having gosh. you. Thank You've you been so a lot much of for fun. having me. We Good, look forward to all your new projects, and uh, we know you're going to be out there doing some more lead work, and uh, we're looking forward to the music, too. Thank you. I appreciate all of it. Yes. You're very welcome. <laughs> and since we won't be speaking to you before the holidays, we want to wish you a happy and blessed holiday to you and your family. You, too. Merry Christmas. Have a lovely time filled with love and family and laughter and all the good food and good memories. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. And now we have a very special treat for the listeners. We are excited to debut the premiere of Suddenly Feels Like Christmas, written by none other than Corey Lee. And Corey also performs a song for her movie, Baking All the Way, so please enjoy. All the tears, but decorating all alone gets kind of lonely. I always wish for something more, but I didn't know it for. And then it took me by surprise to see love in your eyes. The nights are getting so cold, and now it's starting to snow. And with the lights all aglow, and you beside me.
Hey guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X M A S M U V I E S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M U V I E S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.